What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of Had and Hustle. And today we'll talk about how being nice, although well-intentioned, will actually ruin your relationship. I'll go even further and tell you right now that if you're being too nice, that's the reason why you lack respect, intimacy, and support in your relationship. And it leads to disconnection instead of connection. It leads to driving you further apart. It leads to a loss of attraction. It leads to all sorts of things down the line that you try to avoid by being nice, but actually create through doing it. The problem is, and I know this is going to piss off a lot of people, most nice guys are not nice from an authentic place. But instead, you have learned patterns that tell you you have to suppress your needs, you have to accommodate for others, you have to please others in order to get what you want. And now you can see this is very faulty thinking because it implies that as you are right now and as you truly are, you do not deserve what you want, but you have to put on some kind of mask to get what you want. To give you a super common example from the dating and relationship world, when a nice guy is with a woman, he will do anything to be nice to her. So he will buy her flowers, he will buy her dinner, he will try to not disagree with her on certain topics, he will hold back his opinion, he will act in ways that he thinks she will like, or he will act in ways that avoid clashing and confronting with her. Because he thinks that if he's just nice enough, if he just like puts on this smile and puts on this mask, then in the end, he will get like a relationship or sex or love or validation or whatever it is he is after. But women and humans in general, they are not some sort of machine where you put in niceness coins and then in the end, what you want falls out. That's not how it works. And these tendencies can be a lot more subtle in your relationship. So for example, you might avoid conflict because you don't want to piss the other off. Or again, you suppress your own needs, you dial back on your own dreams, aspirations, your own imagination, ideas of what your life in or the relationship should be in favor of the other's ideas. And you continually tell yourself excuses because that's your pattern. You say, oh, I don't want to cause a big scene. I don't want to trigger her. It's not that big of a deal. Honestly, I can do without it and so on and so forth. So the paradoxical part is everything you do, you do it to create a better relationship. But what you don't see if you're in this pattern is that everything you do will actually destroy the connection you have with that woman. Reason number one why that is the case is that nice guys often lack clear boundaries. So when your partner crosses yours, you'll be very likely to say, oh, it's not that big of a deal, um, it's okay, it doesn't really bother me, and so on and so forth. And you'll tolerate the boundary crossing and the inherent disrespect that comes with it. I had this one client whose wife kept messing with his calendar, like with his business appointments, and she'd schedule stuff in there when he didn't want her to. And he had expressed that many times to her, but when she did it, he didn't do anything about it. So it just kept happening. And every time it kept happening, and she crossed that boundary, he lost that respect and attraction because it's super unattractive when you can walk all over someone and they don't speak up for themselves, right? So even though he didn't want to create conflict and he wanted to play it low because he thought that would actually, you know, bring them closer together instead of like having a big argument and everything's falling apart, that actually drove the wedge between them even further in. 
because without respect and without attraction, there is no healthy relationship possible between the masculine and the feminine. Your boundaries are only worth as much as you're willing to do to defend them. When you set these boundaries, stand up for them. And what you'll find is that quite often, it's exactly what the feminine wants in that situation. So a few years ago, I was at the gym with my girlfriend at the time. And as I was doing an exercise, she kept talking to me and like poking me and distracting me. And I had already told her before that like my gym time is my gym time and I want to be focused there. I want to get my workout in, whatever. So when she kept doing that, I snapped at her and I said, hey, stop that fucking shit. I'm not here to play. I told you already, this is important to me. And obviously this was, you know, it was a big moment. But afterward, she came to me and she said, hey, thank you for, for telling me that. Sometimes I need that. And it's exactly what the feminine is looking for. Like she will even subconsciously test you if you can stand up for your boundaries. And it's not ill-meaning. It's her way of challenging you to be the best man you can. But you have to stand up for yourself. You have to put that niceness aside and be willing to embrace and endure the discomfort that comes with standing up for your boundaries, standing up with yourself and potentially going into conflict. The second reason why being too nice will mess with your relationships is that nice guys often have the tendency to people please. So instead of standing up for themselves, for their values, telling their authentic, honest opinion and being willing to disagree on certain subjects, they will do everything they can to agree with people, to be nice with them. Thought process behind it is simple. It goes something like, well, if I'm nice to them, they will like me more, they will reciprocate, I will get all the love, validation, attention and everything else I need. The problem is when you try so hard to find ways to please people, you often end up losing yourself. You lose the ability to stand up for yourself, to defend yourself. And now think one step further. If your partner sees you constantly pleasing others, betraying yourself, pleasing her, again, betraying yourself, what do you think how the feminine sees that behavior? She thinks, okay, if he can't even stand up for himself, if he isn't willing to endure the conflict, if he always tries to please others, how will he be honest with me? How will he defend me from others? How will he do that? He doesn't have the capability to do that. And that obviously results in a massive loss of attraction because again, nobody is attracted to a pushover and people pleaser. And the feminine can trust that you're standing up for yourself and for her. One of my clients in the past who's married had a particularly difficult mother-in-law. So his wife's mom. She would often come over, make demands, be really tough on him and his wife and like be passive aggressive and just cause a lot of bad vibes all over. But because he was such a people pleaser, he had a really tough time speaking up to her and telling her, hey, this is too much. This is not how things work in our family and with our kids. And again, he just tried to be nice, not cause conflict, not cause ruckus, not ruffle any feathers. But what resulted was that his wife like started trusting him less, didn't really see him as a leader anymore because she said, okay, he can't even up stand up for himself. He can't really stand up for me and our family. Like, how can I trust him? Why should I follow his lead? It leads to a loss of respect, a loss of attraction, and so on and so forth. 
So what you really have to keep in mind here is that by pleasing others, you're actually displeasing yourself. You're displeasing your values. You're displeasing what really matters in your life. And you're not positioning yourself as a strong, trustworthy, and authentic leader. And that is what the feminine wants in a relationship, ultimately. The third reason why being too nice messes up your relationship is it causes ineffective communication. When I was with my ex-girlfriend, we had a really interesting phenomenon. Every week, like clockwork, every week on Sunday morning, we would start fighting. It would always go the same way. We'd get up, I'd sit in the sun with my coffee, she would get ready, put her makeup on and so on and so forth. And then when she was done with that and came to me, it took about five minutes and we started fighting. And I never really understood why until the relationship ended and I reflected on it. Then I realized that the problem was that I hadn't clearly communicated my need for alone time on Sunday morning. Because Sunday morning for me, it's very sacred. I take an hour or two just to sit around and do absolutely nothing. And that is amazing because it allows me to reflect, to slow down, to understand things, to connect with myself. All tremendously important parts for myself and the way I show up in a relationship. So I didn't want to make her feel bad on a Sunday morning because I said, look, I just want to have time with myself right now. I thought I would upset her and I wasn't willing to do that. So she came in and wanted to have time with me and I didn't tell her how important this reflection time was for me. But at the same time, I got pissed off with her because she bothered me when, you know, I didn't communicate it to her so she couldn't do anything about it. And this is a prime example of ineffective communication. If you focus on being nice and not causing conflict, you will hold things back. You will not speak openly. You will not speak from your heart. You'll not be authentic. And this will mess up your communication as a couple because if you're not authentic, she can't be authentic either and she can't give you what you need. And then you'll be mad because she didn't give you what you need even though you didn't communicate it in the first place. So what you really need to do is take that deep breath and communicate what you really feel, what you really think, you know, communicate your needs. Um, if there's something that pisses you off, communicate that, be open about it, embrace the conflict. It's totally normal to disagree on things and to have to talk things out. And that is what actually brings you closer together and makes your relationship stronger. The last reason why being too nice will absolutely ruin your relationships is something I've already hinted at in the last point, but I really wanted to make this its own point because it's so damn important. Again, I'm looking back here at myself a few years ago and I'm thinking to myself, damn man, I was a fucking idiot, <laughs> you know? I had this uh, girlfriend back in the day, went through a rough time at university and in her life sorting things out. It was all a little bit of a messy situation. So me with all the nice guy tendencies I had back then, I would do a lot of stuff for her. If she had to apply for a job, I'd write her resume for her. If she had to submit a paper, I'd write and correct and everything that for her. If she had money issues or needed something organized, I'd do that for her. Now, there's nothing wrong with supporting your partner in a relationship if it comes from a genuine place without expectations. Back then, I acted against better judgment. I continuously overexerted myself, crossed my own boundaries, suppressed my own needs in order to make things easier for her. So this built a lot of resentment over time because every time I did it, I didn't actually want to do it. 
my parents pushed me into doing that because I thought I had to, else she would leave me. I thought I had to do all these things in order to be worthy of the of the love, of the validation, and so on and so forth. So every time I did that, I got a little bit more angry with her. And I thought to myself, subconsciously, why the fuck can't you sort out your shit yourself? Why do I always have to do it? And it stacked up, stacked up, stacked up. Until eventually one day, you know, it exploded because there was so much built up resentment. And like a volcano that has been active for years, when you finally pop off the lid, it went boom. And we had huge fights about that. And there was all this anger and I didn't know where it was coming from. And it doesn't always have to be a big explosion. If you've stored resentment in yourself, it will show up in everything you do. It will show up in the smallest behaviors. You know, maybe you take little verbal jabs. Maybe you get passive aggressive about something. Maybe some tiny little thing sets you off and you're super mad all of a sudden without knowing why. So it's really important that you don't do things because you think you have to and only do what comes from a genuine place of supporting the other. So I know that if you've been in this nice guy pattern for years, it's really hard to switch it. And you won't be able to make the switch overnight. However, there's a simple mindset and perspective shift that will make it a lot easier to break out of this pattern. When you observe yourself and you see nice guy behavior or nice guy thoughts coming up again, shift from being nice to being kind. The two are actually very similar, but very different at the same time, which is why this shift is so powerful. Being nice means you do something with the expectation of getting something in return. Being kind means you do it without any expectation whatsoever. When you're being nice, it's also really hard to draw boundaries and stand up for yourself. But when you're being kind, you can be incredibly assertive. You can be incredibly straightforward. You can embrace conflict with kindness. No problem at all. A really good frame you can follow with this is do no harm but take no shit. So the next time someone crosses your boundary, let them know in a kind and polite way, but make sure they understand that this is a line that's not to be crossed. Instead of people pleasing and losing your authenticity, embrace the conflict with kindness. You can show love and kindness to someone, yet still disagree with them. Instead of suppressing your needs, communicate them with kindness and love for yourself and the other. Instead of doing things because you think you have to, just do them if you genuinely feel like that is what you want to do, if your heart is in it. And that will be much better for everyone involved. Instead of doing things because you think you have to do them, only do them when your heart is in it. Only do them when they come from a place of authenticity. And be bold enough to say no if that isn't the case. And that will be better for everyone involved. I know this isn't easy in the beginning, but try to lean into the discomfort a little more every day. And that will help you move out of your old pattern, break out of your old pattern step by step. Do no harm, but take no shit. If you listen to this and now think, all right, that all sounds fine and dandy, but my situation is a little more complex than that, don't worry. I also offer premium one-on-one -on -one coaching so you can hop on a quick free call with me where I'll look at your specific situation and give you all the support and insights that you need. The link is in the show notes. It's really easy and simple to set up and I promise you'll get a ton of value out of it. In any case, thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. I'll see you next time.